Welcome. This is Talking Joy, creating joy, inner peace, and authentic connections. My name is Pam Rotelli-Robertson, and I am founder of lifestyle brand Talking Joy. As a certified spiritual director, I have been leading groups with the power of words, the strength of positivity, and the gift of joy. During our time together, our focus will be on simple spiritual practices that can be applied to your everyday life with the wisdom and support of others. Talking Joy talks to help you realize your value. I am so glad you're here. Simple, joyful, fun. Let's get talking. Welcome to Dragon's Way Qigong with Grand Master Nan Lu. Today, I'll be talking to two of his certified instructors, a mother-daughter duo. This journey will change your life and the relationship you have with your body forever. The approach is based on a system that understands the body's ability to heal itself. It will teach you how to apply and then initiate healing gifts to all areas of your life. Dragon's Way Qigong is built upon the profound understanding of the body's relationship to qi or energy. Over the course of this program, you will learn how to build your own qi and understand how to use it wisely. In addition to the Qigong movements, the guide invites you to gradual change each week of your diet and the way you manage your energy and stress. The weekly lessons we'll discuss today will help you tune in to the signs and signals of your body that it's sending. And at the end of the six-week course that I personally did, like thousands of other Dragon's Way Qigong participants, you can develop a new level of personal freedom. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good. How are you? Sorry, good. Thank you for joining me. Absolutely. We're always excited to talk about TCM and yeah. Let me I'm so excited because uh, I love that you're this mother and daughter duo, and I, I think I think it's fantastic. Thank you. It's really very special. You know, it touches your heart because it's something that I found that changed my life. And I have three kids, and they all, in some way, you know, accept. But everybody's got such a busy lifestyle, and somehow, Allie latched into it and being a writer. It helped her to develop her own style. So thank you. And I also was drawn to this practice because I'm friends with Sandra. Um, You guys know Dr. Sandra. Lewis? Yes. Oh, fantastic. Oh, she, you interview Sandra? I did interview her. Yes. Wonderful. I love her. And she always talked and taught like little things and talked about the Qigong. And, and I thought, wow, I would really love to try that because I love embodying the body, you know, so it spiritual practices, a lot of people, you know, are stuck up here. And I love the idea of moving. I talk about that a lot about moving from the headspace to the heart space or moving into your body and, 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 you know, and intuition is a big part of spirituality. And if you're up here all the time, you might miss all of those signs and, and so that's what drew me to wanting to try out Qigong. And I've really kept up the practice. Um, the mornings that I can't do it, you know, I, uh, I shorten it or I, I get in at least. My... No, no, no. You know, it was interesting watching you. This was the first time I taught along with Allie, um, which I asked her if I can go in and teach with her because I just haven't taught in many years. I teach the instructors. Um, I, I train people to go out and be able to send this message out into the world, you know, because we do believe that the body can heal itself. And when we talk about spirituality, a lot of times people define it as religion. Yes. And so right away, there's, there's a, a block, you know, yes. right away with the, the word itself, you, you will stop or they'll think, um, I am not Buddhist or, you know, this is not for me, but it's not about that at all. It is about living through the heart. And when we live through the heart, we're actually discovering our purpose. Yes. And especially with women, you find so many women feel like there's something missing in my life and I don't know what it is. And they may blame their children or their spouse, or just maybe they're in a bad situation, but the reality is you haven't discovered who you are and you haven't figured out how to express it. And I don't think that I discovered that until I was in my fifties, right? It takes a while. It does take a while. And I had a similar, similar experience to that, that it's a slow evolution. You know, people want sort of this quick fix, but 
It's a process. And one of the things that I said was that I meet people wherever they are on their faith journey. And I was trying to dis, I always try to disarm that idea that when you talk about spirituality, that people think it's religion and it can be, but it also can be many other things. So I, I appreciate that. So you're a mother daughter duo. We are. Yes. And so we have Elaine and, and Allie, do you go by Allie or Allison? Allie. You practice Qigong, but a certain type of Qigong. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Sure. It's called Wu Ming Qigong. Um, so Wu Ming Qigong is, it's a, it's really a beautiful form of Qigong that Grandmaster Lu practices. Grandmaster Lu is the uh, the head of TCM World Foundation, and he is the one that has developed Dragon's Way Qigong. Yeah. So Dragon's Way Qigong is made up of 10 different Qigong movements um, in the Wuming form. There are many, many types of Qigong. So this is kind of one family of Qigong. Okay. Um, and the reason we practice those 10 movements at Master Lu um, has created for us is because it it involves the entire body from head to toe, and it really works the you know every meridian system in the body to get everything moving. Yeah, uh, that's that's really helpful to to start with that and to talk about Grand Master uh, Lou and uh, and how he created his own sort of. 10 steps for tapping in for the body. So Elaine, let's start with you because you're the mom in the duo. How did you come to this practice? Like where were you in your life and, and what did it do for you and how did it change your life and lead you on this passionate path to, you know, you were saying you train other people to lead it. Right. Okay. So I'll give you the nutshell because it was a very interesting journey. I have three kids and I wanted to be a stay-at-home mom, which I was, but always looking for something and something was missing and I never knew what. And then unfortunately in my mid forties, I found out I had breast cancer after being very, very healthy my entire life, mm. right? And so I went, I did not do everything that I was told to do in terms of treatment, which I don't know why, but that was core. And I think in some ways that was the beginning of my listening to my own internal voice and not following a pattern of fear, you know, cause there certainly was that. Um, and so five years post, I did do radiation and a lumpectomy, but that was it. I, they wanted to do more, but five years post, I was miserable. My body really fell apart. I was couldn't go out of my house for more than four hours. I was a mess and Western medicine basically said, sorry, there's nothing more we can do. You know, you can stay home, you can relax, have a glass of wine. And there had to be something in this whole big world, there had to be something. And then I um, heard that Master Lou was giving a talk at Hackensack University Medical Center. And I went to listen. And what he talked about in terms of Chinese medicine was, you have a wisdom inside you. You just don't know how to access it. We live in an external world. We don't know how to go internally. And so I listened to what he said and I was fascinated by it. And I followed him after that to his next class. And he was teaching the Dragon's Way class. And um, through that class, I started to practice Qigong. And I started to learn how to listen to my body. And I learned that you just can't take a piece of this and a piece of this. I went deep into a system, right? So when Ali said before, Uming Qigong, Uming actually means no name. And so it is known, if you think about the beauty of that, especially on a spiritual level, no name has the power because we can't define it. So it was between me and what I could discover through by being led into this different kind of knowing. Um, so that was really fascinating. And um, after my six week class, I went on a retreat with him. And after that, he called me up and said, I want you to come and run my very first conference on traditional Chinese medicine. We're gonna build a bridge to Westerners. And I said, but I know nothing about TCM. And he said to me, what do you wish for? And I said, I don't know. And he said, well, consider doing this because I will teach you everything you need to know. 
And I remember driving home crying and thinking, I do know. I want to know more about this. Why didn't I speak up for myself? Right? So now fast forward 20 years. And he has taught me everything I know. My health is great. It did take me a good year and a half to get back on my feet in terms of health. I will not say that, oh, you can go and practice and everything that you've been through in your life can resolve itself. It takes a lot of commitment, takes time, and it takes effort, you know, but we get up every day to shower and brush our teeth. So why not take care of myself? Yeah. You know what I love about that story? I mean, everything, but especially there was an invitation that came your way and you said yes to it. A couple of them, really, you know, you, you knew that there was more that there, you know, then you found something, you were curious, you know, we should always stay curious. And then he offered you an invitation. And whenever people say to me, I don't know, I always push back because you do. And you knew that when you got in the car, you do know what you want. And I love that you followed it, that we, you know, we're often offered these amazing opportunities to grow in life and we, we need to walk through the door to it. Um, and so I, I love that part of the story and that you embraced it and, and, and ultimately it healed you. I mean, you look amazing. I don't know how old you are, but you look amazing. I just turned 70 this year. Oh, I would never, I was going to say 60. So that's, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I love that. But you know, it's true. We have our intuition. We don't know how to listen to it because we listen to everything that we have to do. And especially now we're busy and the young moms, like even Allie, so busy with her children and her life, her work life. And, you know, it doesn't leave time for this form of self-cultivation, which really doesn't take a lot of time. It just takes opening the awareness because Mm -hmm. it will change your life, but it can change your life for the better. And one of the reasons I got into the spirituality and the practices that I do is because I knew as a young mom that I needed something. I was hungry for something too. You know, I moved to an area that, you know, I didn't know anyone. You have to, you know, moved away from home to, you know, to live in the town my husband grew up in. And, um, and, and I was thirsty for something, but I also made time for it. So with four small kids, people are always like, oh, I don't have any time, but you make time for the things that are important to you. So I would get up before the kids to set my intention for the day. And I still in this same room do that practice every single morning and the days that I don't do it. And I'm sure it's the same for, for your practice. You feel off, like something's not right. You don't feel grounded. Is that true? Absolutely. I mean, if we think about it from a TCM point of view, we're energy, right? We came into this life. We manifest in a physical body because we need to experience something in life. However, we take care of our physical body, right? We look good, we dress up, we shower, (laughs) you know, we go, we have some tests, figure out what's going on with the body, okay. But nobody's really taught how to take care of the energy body. And the energy body is the most important. Um, Master Lu has always taught us the visible, the invisible is more powerful than the visible. When you think about it, if somebody watches a scary movie, they're afraid of what's going to happen, but it didn't happen. It's invisible. Or you're afraid of a ghost, but it's invisible. The power really is on the invisible level. And it's not only in your emotions, it's in your physical body. So how do you get to that point? You get to it, you have to have something that gets you there. I know that acupuncture can get you there, certain kind of foods, which Ali is, is awesome at, you know, teaching the the foods and the essence of the foods, everything is about the energetic frequency because then it's frequency to frequency and the body has an opportunity to change at that point. Yeah. And we can get into that part a little bit later because I, I know that the warm foods is part of, is part of uh, your practice. And that was very comforting and, or is very comforting to me. And I didn't know I was missing it. Um, but before we get to that part, because I definitely want to go through, um, you know, the different steps. Uh, Allie, tell me, uh, how was it for you growing up witnessing your mother uh, transform? I don't know how old you were when she first got involved, but 
and and how did you also get attracted to the practice? Because I, I think you said in in one of our meetings that you you didn't do it right away, that you kind of came back to the practice at some point. So yeah, so you know, growing up, I remember when my mom was diagnosed with breast cancer, and I remember seeing her re- really defeated. I mean, it, it took so much out of her that she physically and emotionally was very depleted. And so then I think that kind of sparked an, an, an interest in when she, when she started with Qigong, I kind of looked at that and said, you know, this is building her, this is helping her to grow. And so I was kind of planting my own seed for understanding, even without knowing what Qigong was. And so when I was in college, I decided, you know, I gained, of course, the freshman 15 and I came home from college and I said, oh, geez, I I need to try Weight Watchers and I need to try this and I need to try dieting and joining the gym. And, And so I tried all of these external things and nothing stuck because it wasn't comprehensive. And so it was, it was actually when I was in college that my dad and I took Dragon's Way Qigong with Master Lu. And it was one of the original classes that he was actually teaching in the center in the city. So that was a, a huge gift to, to learn directly from him. Um, and I just remember, you know, just kind of scratching the surface and just beginning to understand, well, what is this? What does chi even mean? And just going there, just understanding, you know, the basics of chi and, and how my energy body and my physical body work together, you know, to further develop that seed that I had planted so long ago. Um, and it really, you know, wasn't until I wanted to have kids, and I did lose weight after that first bed, but it wasn't until I wanted to have kids that I said, you know, I should go back to that practice. And so throughout my life, I've always jumped back into Dragon's Way, and I've kind of, you know, dabbled in I would always eat that way. I would eat the warm foods. I would, you know, I knew the foods that were good for healing. So I, if I was not, my body was not feeling balanced. I would always turn to those sorts of foods to help me. Um, But I didn't wholeheartedly jump into it until I moved back to New Jersey. So I was on this path of, I lived here. I lived in Chicago. I lived in Atlanta. I was kind of all over the place. And once I came home, and for lack of a better term, was now rerouted into my home life, right, where, where I grew up. Um, it wasn't until then that I said, you know, I think I want to take this a step further, because it's something I've always tapped into. It's something I've always shared with um, my friends and my family that, that lived around me. Um, and I, I just felt like it was time for me to explore it further. And when I went into the Dragon's Way instructor training, I had no intention of actually teaching it. Okay. I planned to, um, I, I write the blogs for TCM World. So I planned to, you know, get more material for my blogs and to really understand it deeply to help myself. I was um, it, it really in a place at that moment where I needed that extra support. And so, you know, I, I did it for purposes. And after going through instructor training and seeing the things that I saw, feeling the things that I felt that I never thought that I could feel in a six-week program, I said, that's it. I'm hooked. And and it was really at that moment that I realized, okay, others need to know about this too. So I've been teaching ever since. Well, thank you for sharing all of that. One of the things that jumped out at me when you first started to to share your journey was that uh, you were looking externally places, you know, like Weight Watchers, the gym and all these outside things. And, you know, what I'm hearing from both of you is that the journey is, is within and that we, yes. once we can tap into, into that, 
Um, that's that life force, you know, chi is, is energy. Um, and can, can you guys talk a little bit about that? You know, what is chi and what, what, what are we made up of? And, um, yeah, you know, Pam, I read this really beautiful story yesterday that somebody had posted on Facebook. I, I, I can try to find the source for you. It was so, so beautiful. It was a story about this woman that had lived alongside a family of ravens. And um, she would talk to them every day. And she would sit there and, you know, wave to them and say hello. And they would talk back. And it wasn't until, you know, months had gone by and she saw their family relationship and watched their fledglings go. And and many months later, um, one of the ravens had died and she brought the raven back to its partner and it cried and it sat there and cried. And she, as the human, really connected with this grieving bird and felt that connection. And her story was written in a way that what what she was sharing was, you know, if we just take a moment and immerse ourselves in nature and understand that we are so fully connected to everything around us, we're not just part, you know, a piece, a part, a, a little puzzle piece, of the world, but we are that energy that swirls around us. We are nature. If you look at a tree stump and a fingerprint, David Attenborough talks about this in in all of his works. They are so similar. If you just look at that pattern, that relationship, because we are one, there's, there's no disconnect if we go down to the level of chi. And that truly is the message in this program that chi is what binds us and connects us to everything in the world around us. It is just so incredibly beautiful. The wind that blows, that's chi. It's just the life that propels us. Yeah. And so this is so in line with, with all of my beliefs of, you know, just the universe and, and ways that I can um, slow down enough to really pay attention. You know, we're often like racing out ahead of us, or we're thinking about something that happened yesterday and we miss out. Um, And I was, I was preparing before we met this morning and just sort of writing out notes. My printer's not working. So I was like writing, I had a document, but I couldn't print it. And I like to have it out. And so I was writing out and I saw something out of the corner of my eye and I looked up at the window and there was a hummingbird just stand, you know, like not standing, but just flying, just looking right at me. And it was like, I felt the energy of it. It kind of just, and I got up and, and moved around a little bit and, and walked away from the paperwork because I felt like it was trying to, to nudge me to, Hey, Pam, it's not necessary to do all of that busy work. Um, and it just woke me up to sort of be come back to the, it brought me back to the present moment instead you know, of thinking, Oh, what questions am I going to ask? And how's the, how, what's the flow going to be? Like? <laughs> and isn't that with everything? Pam? Where I feel like we, we create the society around ourselves where we have to-do lists and we have responsibilities and we have, you know, our, our created our creative responsibilities, I guess it is, with family, with friends, with work, with everything. And there is such beauty and power in confidently and kindly being able to say, no, I can step back. I can let it go and just let it be. Because truly, if we allow our inner gift to take over, that that in itself is such beauty because it's, it's really, you know, the message from within. And I feel like when I live in that space, it's like panicky pushing. I'm just constantly forcing myself. Like my son graduated from my youngest from high school last week. And there were just events and the right, you know, it was, there was a lot of that, but, but because I practice, I have the space and the time to kind of pull myself back out of that and I know that those things will get done and they need to get done, but the pace is I don't miss the hummingbird. You know, I don't miss the breeze that you were talking about. 
you know, I open the back door often the first thing in the morning to kind of get a feel of what, what it feels like outside. What, what does the day feel like? What's the temperature, you know, what's, um, and so all of that energy, you know, is all around us. But I, what I'm hearing is your practice brings us back into the body to feel that and to be awake to that. It also, it also, if you think of chi also as vibration, mm-hmm. right? So we can exist at a low level vibration, medium, high, doesn't matter. As long as we have life in us, we have chi. But how good you feel, when you feel good, you can do more, right? It's not necessarily that you want to do more, but you know you're able to, or you're able to handle life situations with more grace. Or if your kids are missing their shoes or your son's running out and he needs his tie for this special event and, oh my God, where is it? But now all of a sudden that, oh my God, doesn't have an after effect where later on you're completely drained by the day because your vibration will increase. But you can't increase vibration only through food. You can't increase it only through Qigong practice even or through yoga practice. It must be also through your beliefs. You have to, you have to understand who you are, right? I'll, I'll tell you a really funny story. My very first retreat that I had to organize, I came up with a schedule, three days. Okay, Master Lou, here it is. This is what we're going to do Friday, Saturday, Sunday from 9 to 12, break, and then the afternoon break. And he took the piece of paper from me and he went like this. And I was, I was horrified. I spent hours putting that together. It was a great weekend. And I said, well, what are we going to do? He goes, I don't know. And he was teaching me how to feel. Same thing you were feeling this morning. Yes. It's the same thing. So how do we become spontaneous? How do we become intuitive? And why is that important? Because that taps into your chi vibration. That's who you are your creativity will flow, right? So a lot of what Allie is experiencing as as a young mom is is allowing and and vacillating at times, right? Going back to, "Mm, I just don't have time to practice. But then you practice and you realize your frequency gets there and you're a little bit better, right? But you cannot, you cannot In Qigong practice, it's really important for all your listeners because Qigong is becoming very popular now. Cannot mix systems. You will confuse the body. Qi is information. Qi is power. It's also consciousness. So every Qigong system, excuse me, has its own information, its own power, its own way to direct the Qi. Wu Ming Qigong dates all the way back to Lao Tzu. And in that system, it has one way of directing the Qi, one information. So when you practice, if you find something you like, stick with it, do it, lay a good solid foundation, grow and learn. You know, like you must know who your teachers are. They can't be just people who went to a weekend class. They have to be people who have already cultivated through a master who he himself has a lineage, right? It's really important as Americans that we differentiate this. Otherwise it becomes superficial and then you'd be disappointed later on. Gee, yeah. I thought it was powerful and it didn't really take me to where I wanted to go. I'm so glad that you brought that up because one of the things that sticks out for me, so, so part of my practice, I still watch Master Lou on the video every day. So I just pull it up. I go to 39 minutes and 29 seconds, whatever it is, you know, because there's two parts to that video, which anybody who's listening can go on your website and purchase, and then you can just use it every day. But I still do it with him. And sometimes I'll go back and redo him explaining it. That's the first part of the video. And the second part is the actual practice. So sometimes just as a refresher, but he always says quality over quantity. And he repeats that a lot. Can you talk to me about that? Because it it plays into really what you're saying, I think. It is the same thing. He'll always say, you don't need to come and learn from me. But when you find a teacher, understand who your teacher is and study with that teacher. Quality means 
I found something that I'm drawn to. It speaks to me. And now I am putting in the effort. When I put in the effort, like just what you said, that's amazing. And I love the fact that you go back to the video post class and continue to use this. This means that something is really speaking to you on a very deeper level, right? Because the first six weeks of the class is more about, let me introduce you to something and put you on a path. Now that you have a little bit of understanding and something has touched you, do you want to explore more? And that's up to the individual. They can either stick with an instructor or come and study with Master Lu or use the video because through that video, you're learning through message and form. Now, when you have quality, quality means you're going to go back to that video. And even though you know the movements, you're still going to watch him teach the practice because your eye is now being trained to see something greater than what you learned originally. And why? Because now you're ready. So your quality is getting better. You do the form better each time you practice. Now, quantity. Can you go, especially this number 10, right? The last one, dragon stands between heaven and earth. Can you do two minutes? Now, can you do five minutes? Can you challenge yourself to 20 minutes? You know, can you challenge yourself to get there long enough to accumulate chi? Starting uh, this Thursday and throughout the month of July, we're going to be offering what we call chi Thursdays, where you can come and, and just hold this posture with us and see how long you can do it. And where we're hoping is after the five or six weeks that folks will see, oh, I can do this for 30 minutes and experience, you must experience your own chi. Yeah, and I, I saw that because uh, I get your emails. So if people are listening, they can sign up for your emails because it tells you what events and, and offerings that you have. But I also liked that, I think you said in there that each week there'll be a different instructor and I'd liked that too, because we all resonate with different types of people and you might find somebody that you'd like to work with that way, you know, by, by being introduced to different people in your program. Exactly. Well, so let me just tell you this. TCM World stands for Traditional Chinese Medicine World Foundation. And one day we were invited to the Chinese consulate. And so I went along with Master Lu and the co-founder of the foundation who was Ellen Shapowski, obviously not Chinese, right? Yeah. And so um, they were asking us, who are your members? And I said, well, I'm the program director and she's the vice president. And they said, well, how many Chinese do you have? And we said, one, the owner, you know, and the founder, the president. And they couldn't believe it, which really opened my eyes too, because our role was how can we bring this to the Western society? And so TCM World began because folks like Ali, who now became students, where are you going to go unless you want to start your own business, right? Where are you going to go to use what you're learning? So it's like learning a recipe. Once you have the recipe, you have to get there and make it. Otherwise, you don't have the experience. So he started, he and Ellen started TCM World so that the students would have a place to not only study, but to, to go out and show others through this foundation what they learned and how it changed their lives. And we've been around now for 25 years. It's, it's wonderful. Yeah. As we get older now, we're looking for the younger generation to come in and you know replace us. <laughs> and that will happen because the, the, the students always appear, right? I'm sure you, you've seen that. Um, so can we talk a little bit just to touch on the, uh, the five elements framework um, and what they are? And so the program that I did with the two of you was to go each week through those five elements. Um, and then we learned sort of, there's 10 practices that you do. And then each week, you know, you added a couple until we, until we uh, arrived at the end. And then I loved at the end, you said you're just beginning. And that really stuck with me because it's true. You know, you, you try something and then even watching those videos, there's always 
I pick up on something new that I didn't see before. I'm like, oh, maybe he's not kicking his leg back as far as I am. And, and, and I try to time myself, you know, with him with the rhythm of it. And maybe that comes from when I was a kid, I was a dancer and I was always watching everybody else. And so I'm kind of doing the same thing with him to make sure my body, you know, my, my top of my body might be swaying a little bit and, um, and things like that. So. You're very clever. You're very, let me just address one thing first before I forget it. Um, When Al was saying about losing weight and Weight Watchers, well, you know, we, those are great programs for certain people, but we, Everything about this Dragon's Way Qigong program is about embracing the body, enhancing the body, right? So if we have to watch our diet and we have to count calories or have things that we don't want or deny our cravings, we're not partnering with the body. So the most important thing in TCM is to understand the body. How do we partner with the body and enhance it from the state that it's at right now? And in order to do that, you must understand the organ systems. You must understand your own body. If you have a neck ache, what could be causing that? If your knee pain, what causes that? Don't stop the processing right away. People immediately run to a doctor, have painkillers or medication, and don't allow the body to break through whatever chi might be stuck. Right. So and you say that Master Yu always says that the body knows the body knows, or I think that's the phrase that, that you always use the body knows and that the body's talking to you. So the knee pain could be talking to you. But if we go and kind of put Advil or something in our systems to make it go away, then we miss out. Even even when you're doing the uh, the meditation at the end, I remember you said, don't itch <laughs> if you get an itch because that's something that's trying to get out of your body. Um, yeah, so. no, that's good. Pam, what, the message that we usually share is the body never lies. And the reason for that is because everything starts at the level of chi. That's your energy, right? And, and as Elaine said in the beginning, the power is in the invisible. Your chi is invisible and it runs through these meridi- the meridian system in your body. And if it's stopped, it's like a traffic jam right on the highway, you're, you're driving on the highway and well, all of a sudden there's an accident in front of you and you're stuck there for an hour and a half and there is nowhere to go, right? It's the same within the body. If the energy cannot flow through the body smoothly, then it gets stuck and that causes a stagnation. That's when we begin to see it on the physical body. It starts first invisibly, And then it eventually bubbles up and gives us messages to say, hey, something is off balance. Something is not right. Tune in and see if you can help me. And so we tune in through different foods that are specific to to different organ systems. We tune in through our Qigong practice. We tune in through being peaceful and having quality sleep and all of these really beautiful things that we, that we, you know, like in our ideal lifestyle. Right. Um, But if those don't happen, or if we don't really get the message and we don't attend to the message, then the body sends us a bigger message until we finally say, uh, all right, I'm going to tune in and I'm going to try to fix this because we do have all of those um, healing cues within our body. We were born with that gift. It's really up to us to now tune in and say, okay, I can use my gift to help myself heal. Um, and so the dragon's way is not just an eating program and not just a Qigong program, but it's a comprehensive program. And to me, that's what that's what made it so powerful for me. And that's what made it stick because, you know, I'm not just doing this to lose five pounds or 15 pounds or 30 pounds. My body knows that when it's in balance, it doesn't need that extra weight. It doesn't need that knee pain. It doesn't need spring allergies every spring, right? It doesn't need to hold on to any of those imbalances because everything is flowing and everything is balanced. 
So when the body is in balance, it doesn't express any of those things we may feel throughout the year that we may say are regular conditions. Well, every winter my knees ache, right? I used to have that even as a kid. I remember every winter I would get so cold and my bones would ache and my fingertips would turn bright white. And finally I realized, well, I can fix all of that through this practice because it goes deeper. It doesn't just go to the surface. It tries to find the root. Well, what's, why is this happening in the first place? What's the problem? So we use the five element framework to kind of um, decipher all of our symptoms, our messages that the body is sending. And we use those as clues to understand the body. It's kind of like a, like a treasure map, right? So you, you plug in, okay, well, what is it that my, that my body is telling me? Am I having uh, muscle spasms? Okay, I know that relates to the stomach. So how can I support the stomach? And so on a very, um, very basic level, that's how we look at the body. Now, as you know, in the, in the Dragon's Way Qigong program, it's a six-week program. So we start at the level of qi, and then we, we weave in all of the different organ systems throughout the week, of which there are five. So every week we dive into the liver and the stomach and the kidney, and we, we um, uncover the messages that our body receives when that organ system is not in balance. And then we look at ways to help um, address those messages. What's also important to note is the, um, the five element framework was not something that was created by thinkers, by professors, by those, you know, sitting down and drawing up a, okay, this is, this is what, this is what the body should be, right? It was instead created centuries ago by these ancient philosophers who um, were themselves healers. And what they did was they, they practiced, they sat in silent meditation and they were able to, you know, tune in to all of these messages surrounding them. So the five element framework doesn't just incorporate the body and the messages from the body, but it tunes us into nature, to the elements in nature. So, um, Right now we're in summer. So we're looking at the heart and the power of the heart and the fire of the heart. It's the fire element. And the color is red. And you know, the, the foods that you can use to quench that fire, watermelon, berries, what grows in summer. So it's a very comprehensive system that brings in not just the physical body, but all of the energies that surround us to make that whole system complete. And we, we look also at the interrelationships. I know this is probably too much to talk about on a podcast, but if you're looking at the interrelationships of the organ systems, you're not just seeing an organ in isolation. We're not just looking at the heart. We're looking at the mother of the heart. What feeds the heart? And who's the mother's, who's the heart's child? How does the heart feed the stomach? So how do these organ systems work together? How do the seasons work together? How does nature itself work together to feed this beautiful being, you know, our beautiful being, and how do we work in, in a, a comprehensive system with nature itself? Yeah, and it makes me think of the, uh, the bird story that you told, you know, that, that comprehensive system of the family raising and, and, and then the grief. And this, this is so helpful. And I think that you have a chart that shows the how all of this is interconnected so it's not just the heart it's not just the liver it's not just the large intestine that everything is interconnected um so that's a great visual so i can i can add that to uh to your bio page on the on the website so that people can 
can see how that's all connected. Elaine, I feel like you wanted to say something. We also have on TCM World, there's a whole educational, that website is mostly educational, tcmworld.org. And there's a section that says, what is TCM? And um, you can learn more about the five element charts. And actually we're just designing a whole new website where you can start playing with the five elements, but not yet, it's not completed yet, but when it is, we'll make an announcement, I'll let you know, it'll be great. Five elements is like Ali said, a a treasure map. And um, it's a way to understand your body on a very, you know, in the beginning level. It was interesting because that was developed back in 1995, I want to say around then. Um, Master Lu had a student who was going to a wedding and needed to lose weight. So he worked on a program with his master and he said, how can you help Westerners rebalance the body? And his master, who has a, has a very unique gift, said, you can't just do it through Qigong practice. You must address all areas of their life and they must understand themselves. And so when he put together this system, it, um, it just gives great results. But I think the best part is, is just, we all say, how can we go on a new journey? How can I learn more? I want to do more. I want to de-stress, but I don't know how. Tell me how. Well, we can tell you how in a piece of paper. We can read it in a book, but you have to experience it and create the pattern. So our hope is that we can give you, as Ali so eloquently talked about the five elements, give you that treasure map, teach you these movements, You know, whether it's with us or you could do it remotely, you can purchase the materials and do them on your own as well. But no matter what is to understand the body. And that's the most important thing for me is to help everybody understand, don't give your power away, learn what power you have. You know, we work with women's groups and um, we help them learn about breast cancer prevention. We're healing from it. Most of the time I hear women tell me, you know, I, I'm a survivor. And I said, you're not a survivor. Did you ever have strep throat? And they said, yeah. I said, do you have children? I said, yeah. I said, well, I survived three children. So I'm not a survivor. I'm a survivor of many things, right? You healed from so many other things in your life. Why not think about that and put it behind you? Move on. So we have a tendency to carry these life experiences that are painful and fearful instead of learning from them, learn from them and grow. That's why you have them. Anything that happens on your body is a conversation with your, with, with your higher purpose. I had a teacher once who she had a student who was carrying a lot of that stuff that you're talking about, put rocks in a backpack and wear the backpack. And when she was ready, she could start removing them. You know, and it's, it's, it's reminds me of what you're talking about. It's sort of taking that and letting it go. And it's a, it's a journey, you know, you have to lay a foundation to understand. Otherwise it's just a technique that won't grow. Right. Again, I go back to the same concept. If something touches you and you find, oh, that is fascinating, whether it's Qigong practice, yoga, Pilates, I don't care what it is. But if it allows you to to recognize that you are more than just this blob of material, right? Even Einstein reminded us E equals MC squared. Energy and mass are interchangeable. So your energy, you convert into mass to manifest as a human. Now, inside this, this human is still energy. When energy is not flowing, You get the pains, you get the cysts, you eventually can get tumors, right? You can get anything, your hair can fall out, all this stuff. Pain is a big one for people. Yes, back pain. Also, um, you know, we we think of diverticulars or or period pains, just Mm -hmm. a lot of cramping there. You have through that whole frontal area for women, that's your liver energy runs right through there. And liver is responsible for the smooth flow of blood, the smooth flow of chi. 
You can't have a smooth flow of chi if you're under a lot of stress, impossible. So if you're going to have a, a busy lifestyle, you must put something into your life that also embraces you, helps you increase your chi. You have to. So if somebody is listening to us today and they're super curious and they think, well, wow, Pam tried this and, you know, look at Elaine, you know, coming out of, of you know, a bad diagnosis and, and healing yourself. And then Allie, you witnessing your mom. And also I, I wanted to mention too, that you witnessing your mom was such a valuable, your mom gifted you with that. So, so I often say that if I have practices in my life that are healthy and life-giving that I'm not telling my kids to do that, but they see me doing it. And they, I think kids learn more by witnessing us as mothers doing things that are healthy than, than us saying, Oh, you should do this or try this. You know, I never do that to my kids, but I know and see catch some now that they're getting older, I catch when they mention, um, you know, something that they've done. And I think, oh, isn't that great? Because I know that it has sort of this spillover ripple effect. So I, I love that between the two of you. Um, but you, you know, witnessed your mom and you kind of dabbled in it and came back to it. And I just love that. And I see Elaine, you're looking at her when she speaks, your daughter speaks with such pride. Oh, absolutely. And, and let me say, I have a 12 year old granddaughter who's who's pretty keen on, on a lot of Master Lu's teachings as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're hoping it goes down to that lineage too. <laughs> that and, and it sh- Yeah, and it should because she's witnessing it. <laughs> she models, she does model it. Um, and that was something that I learned, you know, I'm getting better and better at it where just because it helps you, you cannot force it on somebody else. They, if they watch you and they're drawn to it, then it's for them. Exactly. It's to speak to them, right? You can't drag a child. We, we've all been dragged to church. <laughs> you must go to church every Sunday. God bless you. That's wonderful. If that's what you like to do and that's what you're drawn to do, you should do that. Mm-hmm. But to just be drawn to it because you must, then you you won't benefit really from it. You can't, then there's no conversation that happens on a higher level, right? Yeah. So I think the modeling is most important. Yeah. yeah. And you have to, you, you know, you were talking before about showing up and, and doing the work and, and that you can't kind of do it, you know, that you have to, I always use this example of, you know, if you want to work out and, and get you know, big muscles, you can't walk into the gym and just look at all the machines and in your Lululemon clothes and, and think, oh, don't they look great? <laughs> and then right. walk out and expect there to be change. You have to, you have to put the time in. That's I probably that's that, you know, quality over quantity. Uh, yeah, you have to not only see it and understand it, but you have to feel it and embrace it, yes. make it yours. Yes. Yeah. That's what I'm hearing. Somebody who's listening and they're curious, uh, they're a young mom, they're super busy and you would point them probably to the website and just like I did get curious about, you know, looking into the videos and there's, there's so much information. You have a lot of free information on there. You know, there's a lot of great YouTube videos with master Lou that, that I watched and um, you know, and and see what resonates. Um, What else would you suggest? We also have another website, grandmasternanlu.com, and he has some free resources there. And the reason why they're free is you need it. You need to play with them and see, is this kind of teaching for you? You know, and he does run a morning class on Zoom that's open if, if folks want to avail themselves of that as well. Allie, what suggestions do you have? Well, I was actually going to say um, a little self-plug to read the blog posts. I write all the blog posts, but we have a daily blog and it is chock full of not only information, but inspiration. And there is, you know, I feel that you can read something or you can hear something, but until you've seen it from many different perspectives, it doesn't necessarily become yours because, you know, 
everyone sees and hears, like you said, Pam, everyone learns from different teachers, right? So we try to write the blog in a way that will reach every reader, every audience member, um, regardless of where they're coming from, based on you know a ver varying perspective. So if you come to us and you're totally new to Qigong and you don't even know what Qi means, you will benefit. If you're someone who has been to acupuncture school and you've studied now for you know, 15, 20, 30 years, you will benefit because everyone will find something that, that meets their needs at their level. Wow. And it will always give everyone the opportunity to grow. So start with the blogs, check out our events. We have amazing events coming up. We always have a full moon meditation um, every month. We have, we just celebrated the summer solstice. Um, so that was exciting, but we have lots of events coming up. We do start Dragon's Way again in um, September. So we look forward to having some of your listeners join us for that. And that's the um, program that I did, correct? Yeah. That is, Dragon's Way again. That was a Zoom call uh, every Monday morning from 8.30 to 9.30. And then we went through the five element framework. Um, it was six weeks long, but um, is your blog available as an email, like a daily email? We or do you go on the website and see it? Because I, I've, I've read it and it is extremely well-written and very inspiring. And I, it, it would be a great daily devotional to just to read that. Uh, we don't at the moment have it as a daily email, but we do. It, it does appear on the blog every morning at 7 a.m. Great. So make us part of your morning routine. Um, you know, flip on over, read some, read our daily blog and then practice. Take some time for yourself. And, and remind us of the uh, of your website. Yes, it's tcmworld.org. Okay. And I will also have all of those links and everything that we've uh, discussed today available um, on Talking Joy on my website with your bio and, and ways that people can connect with you directly, um, you know, through your great organization. So thank you both. What an inspiration. This, you two are so beautiful and, and I love the work that you're doing. And I love that, you know, you're really taking something that not only impacted you personally in such a deep level, passing it on and, and out into the world and inspiring other people to, uh, to heal themselves and to connect with their, their life force, this energy, this, that we all have, and that's available to each and every one of us. And, and maybe people listening will wake up to, to wanting to explore that. Yeah. Thank you. And thank you for all the work you do and getting, you know, it's great to find partners that want to just say, you know, let us help you, let us become part. Because when we all work together, we have this multiplier effect and we all want to be happy, right? Yeah, we do. And, and we all, you know, going back to young moms, not that that's our complete focus today, but, you know, it's hard to find that in the craziness of raising kids and, and racing every which direction. And, and you can be happy doing that. And you can be satisfied with, with everything that you have. And you're already, you know, I always say everything you need is already here. And I do believe that greatly, but your, your practice is a way to tap into that, you know, on a much deeper level. So, so thank you both. This was really a, a treat for me. I really enjoyed it. And I look forward to, uh, to continuing my practice and, and healing myself and, and, and sharing this, uh, this great news with others. Excellent. Thank you so much, Pam. As in many other ancient traditions, Chinese masters studied the link between man and nature. These practitioners sat in silent meditation and observed the connections apparent in the world around them. What they discovered formed the basis of TCM and now Dragon's Way Qigong. Everything is energy and all energy is consciousness. You are an energy being. Your body is a reflection of your life. It will always show what's happening deep within on an energetic level. All life imbalances will affect the smooth flow of energy. 
TCM views the body as being in a state of balance versus imbalance. Any imbalances that occur happen first on the energetic level. If not addressed, these imbalances will progress to a physical sign or symptom such, such as excess weight or emotions, bloating, aches and pains, all the way to diabetes and cancers. Symptoms are the body's way of asking for support. Maintaining the free flow of energy is the key to good health. I'm Pam Rotelli-Robertson, and you have been listening to Talking Joy, talks that help you realize your value while creating authentic connections with others. For more information about our talk today or to get in touch, you can find us at talkingjoy.org. And to keep the encouragement going, you can also follow Talking Joy on Instagram and Facebook. Simple, joyful, fun. Thanks for listening. This is Talking Joy.